Shape of the Circle podcast here, and we have all sorts of conversations that help you form everyday discipleship around your everyday relationships. And uh, we got a special guest today. Yeah, we do. And it's not going to be a one-time friend. Uh, this is more like the forever friend status. Oh, yeah, for sure. Pretty much. Ed yeah. Cook, everybody. Can uh, you give a oh. podcast round of applause for, for Ed being here? Is that like a golf clap? I think so. <laughs> golf clap. With the wave going, too. Yeah. yeah, so now that you've celebrated out there with, with your headphones or whatever that looks like for you, let, let me tell you what's actually going on here. Uh, we're we're going to have a series of candid conversations. And it's not even a series, necessarily. Ed's just going to pop in from time to time, and particularly, these conversations are going to have a lot to do with, with race. Yeah. It's hard to tell with voices. Give, give us your voice again, Ed. Show sure you right. So, <laughs> so uh, I don't know if you can tell uh, on the radio, my, my voice is a white voice. Ed's got a black voice. Cammy's voice is even whiter than mine. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go with, uh, <laughs> rate this in sunscreen world. I'm uh, I'm like uh, SPF 30. I'm like 55 plus. And, and I don't use sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if you got the visual here, that's that's all we're gonna do for you. Um, and it's hard to title this uh, initial episode where where Ed's gonna be joining us. Uh, we've had a couple different versions that we've been kicking around, such as um, candid conversations. Okay, let's desegregate the most segregated hour in America. Yeah, yeah. Or how does, you know, how does a black church end up coming to a white church for a year and to learn Way and grow? Way right? out in Muskego. No, it's not right. that far. <laughs> <laughs> can, can there be a mesh together between black and white? Can the church lead the way and stuff like this? Mm-hmm. Uh, any one of those titles might end up being the title of today's episode. And it really is started with the fact that Ed Cook here has chosen to uh, temporarily close down his church mm-hmm. and connect inside of Lake Point Church, where, where we're at, and with the intent of rebuilding and relaunching his church, healthier, stronger, one year from now. So for one year, uh, uh, an African-American pastor in his African-American church has chosen to be a part of our church which is 95 percent caucasian mm-hmm. till you showed up and now we're 93 uh, <laughs> percent. <93%. Yeah. laughs> i think you bumped our diversity stats higher than that we're so, on our way <laughs> so ed tell, tell us why. why why on earth would would you make that leap what's what's in it for you you know it's it's interesting as I've been, I was pastoring for two years and we were in the heart of Milwaukee, all black church in the really in the inner inner city Mm -hmm. in in Milwaukee. And I got to a place I'm saying there's more to what we need to do than this. And I know Mm -hmm. that God put it on my heart that I would pastor or lead a multi-ethnic corporate. Uh, organization. It's something that's real interesting. Just in my past, I've always led multi-ethnic units, where whether it was in a job, whether it was in sports. Mm. My team have always been the diverse team <laughs> in, in, in our softball leagues, or I'd be the only black guy in a department, but I'd be the boss mm. <laughs> or, or stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I knew that if I start looking in my past, that God had put me in position to be able to to, to, to lead on both sides, not according to color, but according to, to who I am and 
my person. Um, and so I really wanted to come out here to really understand and learn a little bit more from a church side, mm-hmm. you know, how to lead in both arenas. Yeah, that's good. I think it's cool that um, we here at Lake Point, that is that is part of our heart and our mission is to uh, plant churches, right? And so we're a church plant ourselves, and that's always been in the DNA of, of Lake Point. Um, but what I think is really cool about church planting, and especially in this situation, is that you bring together this group of people that are going to go out and, and plant a church but in the, in the process of bringing in those people, you end up learning something too. So I feel like we have benefited probably more than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and see, I <laughs> feel like we are. Your, your, uh, your church in our church building, I think it's been really cool for us to learn from you just as much as you are learning from us. And so I think that that dynamic has been really, really cool for us. And, you know, here's the other thing about coming out here. As much as we looked at it from, hey, I'm supposed to lead a multi-ethnic church someday, so let me go out and hang out with the white people. <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't so much that. I think from a higher level, mm-hmm. I believe that Brian has something that I needed. Yeah. When we, when we were first introduced, when we were first we kind of put together, I, I was, through a mutual friend of mine, I was saying, hey... There, here's some things that I feel like I'm lacking or here's some things that I feel like I need to be better at mm-hmm. in order to effectively grow God's church and God's kingdom. And mm-hmm. he's like, I got a guy who said who's exactly <laughs> that. And he just happened to be a white guy. And so um, that made it even better because mm-hmm. I think where the places I feel weak, I, I feel like I'm learning so much from Brian and you, Cami, and mm-hmm. the rest of the staff that will help me in the long run. And then just throwing on the the, the cherry on top, it's also a multi-ethnic situation. Mm-hmm. So we can kind of see both sides of that coin. Yeah. I'd, I'd affirm that from the the other side too of, I guess, Cammie, you were kind of saying it. We, we're a church planting church. Um, it just so happened the next guy in our radius who wants to plant a church is, is black. And now if we were any smarter uh i think that <laughs> we would have said you know that's that should be the agenda that that should yeah. and for oh man the, the need for diversity and for milwaukee being one of the top segregated cities in the nation and the name of jesus being able to lead the way and bring relationships together and just someone step forward and and, and take on some ra- racial tension in in constructive ways instead of just complaining about problems i think we could have, should have been smart enough to say the next church plant ought to be a multi-ethnic and diverse plant. But uh, God bless the Lord Jesus for knowing uh, we, we wouldn't get it on our own. And so for us, too, it was just, here's the next guy, here's the next planter, and we're going to learn a whole lot about, about diversity and along the, along the way. I think ultimately, even in our greatest intention, it's like the Bible talks about, you know, man has his own plan, but, you know, God will kind of redirect you mm-hmm. in a, the Ed Cook para, paraphrase way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so even in that, it, even if even if we were very intentional about saying, hey, we want to do this or we want to. Mm-hmm. I didn't say it out to say, hey, I just want to go out to a white church. I said when our mutual friends came to me, they just said, hey. I think this will be a great fit mm-hmm. between you guys. And it has happened. And I think 
it happened because the Lord wanted it to happen that right. way in this time, in this place. Right. So that's a little of the idea of what got us here. Uh, I think the fun question to ask now is, is it working? Like this is, this is like the 90 day review meeting. Uh, we, we, Ed, Ed and, uh, and his church have been a part of our church for 90 days now and getting the lay of the land, involving themselves into every aspect of, of the church and our church into their lives as well. How's it going? That's, that's the question I want to put to the two of you. Well, for me, I'll go. <laughs> we you both should, looked at you each other like. Should have just uh... seen the stairs in here. If we had video, they were like, "Well." <laughs> I think from me, from several layers, from a leadership layer, I feel like I've learned so much, gained so much, gained an insight and eyes open to things that I'd never seen before. I think from even from our membership layer or just the churches coming together layer, it's been really refreshing hmm. um, for us. It's been really refreshing. Um, I can tell you a couple of our people are like, man, I'm just so on fire and refreshed. And oh. um, just about the connections that are that they've made. And it hasn't been a black connection or a white connection. Mm -hmm. It's just been a human connection yeah. and connection to this. So for us, it's been really, really beneficial for me personally. It's been beneficial from a leadership standpoint and as from just interacting and meeting people. And I can say from our people, um, we talk about it often and they really feel like that. Um, we've been accepted. We've been, been taken in. I'll tell a quick joke. Okay. <laughs> Ready. You ready for this? I'm ready. Is this like a Giannis dad joke? No, no, it's not, right. a, not a joke. Okay. It's, it's I'm a, so used to dad jokes. It's a back, back joke. So before I even came here, I called Brian. I was like, oh, say, Brian, am I going to be the only brother here? <laughs> <laughs> and Brian so judiciously kind of explained, well, yeah, you are. But <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Should have stopped it, yes. <laughs> no, it was so, like, very well Brian put. How he so, so here's what's funny, okay? Because, like, yeah, here's the dorky stat side. Uh, Muskego used to be 97% Caucasian. That's our city. It's now 95%. And so you'd think we're growing in diversity. But actually, with African Americans, we are still under half a percent black in Muskego. Mm. So, so it's just... It's just... Just wildly different right so how about your thoughts cammy i think what's cool uh over the last couple months so we as a as a staff like to uh really just pray up and uh figure out what the next season is right and and kind of try to get a feel for where god's leading also having an open hand towards sometimes what we hear is not <laughs> accurate right like at the end of the day, that's just not what was supposed to happen. Uh, but this this past season, uh, our word that we were kind of going off of was this idea of community. And um, I think what's really cool, and I don't know, and maybe you can speak to this. I don't know if it's a cultural thing or if it's just the people from your church are just incredible people. Um, but there has been this sense of community that I know I could name a couple people from your church that have brought this sense of community that is so refreshing for the people here at Lake Point. And I don't know if, like I said, if it's a cultural thing or if it's just the people that have come, um, but there really is this 
this new fire in in mm. in our Lake Point Church um, as far as community. And I really I want to say that it's something we're doing. I really don't think so. I really think that they are really on fire because there is new people in the church that are bringing this this awareness to loving people in a whole different cool way um, that is a lot more like Jesus. Um, a lot less of surface level. We're gonna we're gonna love you, but only on Sunday morning. Right. You know, it's going beyond the Sunday morning service. It's going into our everyday. It's checking up on people. It's truly caring for people. And I don't, I don't like I said, I don't know where it's stemming from, but I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> these people that are coming from your church that have brought this. And I think it's cool that we prayed this up before Ed and and his church even we're on our mind. So I think that's really cool. Yep. Absolutely. And I, was, I was just going to say, I think one of the things that was really helpful or that you really start to understand is we're way more alike than we are different. Yes. Our, our greatest differences is what I see on the outside mm -hmm. and man looks on the outside and God looks at the heart. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like that's, that is the problem. that's so, so hard in, in Milwaukee. I've, I've lived in two other states and to, to some extent you, you just got a familiarity with other races because they were, they were there. You, you worked with them. They overlapped. My, my white boys have to have to work really hard to run into a black kid in, in Muskegon high school. Like there's just so few, mm. you don't run into each other. And you find out how much more you're alike when you're around each other. You just think you're different or focusing on the differences when, when you aren't around each other. And that, that's, that's a game changer here. Yeah, I, 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 I completely agree. You think about, oh, one, one, one set of people are like this and one set. You have these preconceived notions. <laughs> and I would even go as far as say you look at TV and movies and things stereotyped on both sides yeah. where you would think someone is like one way or these people are like this. But then you have this um, sense of family and community and togetherness. Like we are very much alike, despite skin color, despite where we live. Right. You know, everybody wants the same basic things. They want to be taken care of. They want to mm -hmm. they want to eat. <laughs> they want to yes. live. They want to be happy. I want to eat. Yes. <laughs> we just talked about breakfast right before this. Well, here, here, here's what else I like is I feel like, so this is not by any good pastoral leadership. It's just by the spirit of God. You can tell our church is ready for this and they want it. Um, it you know, so seeing how much we're like and stylistically there's some things that are different like uh, a couple weeks ago i couldn't tell if you were doing the announcements or joining the worship team we had some kind <laughs> of blend going amazing. on <laughs> what do we amazing. what do we call that anyway what <laughs> That's freestyle. It, it was a little bit of free so quite honestly what i i, I try to really move with the we're, spirit and it was a very heavy spirit so it was yeah. one of those I hear the words let's not just let people sing the words and let's just get to the next thing but to mm -hmm. really try to say okay let's make this real connection with God and mm -hmm. sometimes it's just that I, I will say sometimes there's a different flow mm -hmm. 
sometimes that we maybe we break the time i was sitting there going brian's gonna kill me (laughs) (laughs) i'm messing up the time (laughs) so (laughs) so whatever it was you know we we hand the mic to ed and ed does what ed's ed's doing and it's it's different it's it's very different than what our church is used to Mm -hmm. and i i felt like they embraced it and i felt like they went with it and i felt like they 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 took the attitude of this is this is a little bit of the cost on my part of, of 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 learning is to let something different happen in front of me suspend my impressions of it for a minute and then and, and then respond later and um i feel like that's where the church is at and i feel like it's your church that set the tone though the humility it takes to say we want to learn uh, the respect and the value that's communicated by your church being the ones that drive across town to our church, um, that is not lost on anyone. Just, I feel like everyone at this church feels so honored just by that gesture of saying we want to learn and saying you'll come to us. That spoke volumes to a church who's ready to receive what whatever may or may not look or feel different along the way and and we're gonna keep handing you the mic and it's you know what I won't, I won't always go off the deep end <laughs> it, <laughs> no, was, it was so good it was just in that moment it yeah. was like it felt like that there needed to be it's it's almost like someone came up and said to me the other day they said you know most of us and they were saying the same thing and I was like we I loved it when you did that mm-hmm. he's like because most of us grew up in a church that if we half raised our hand, we got a talking to in the yeah. middle of the week. And so to know that I can be a little bit freer in my expression and Brian's okay. Mm-hmm. Our leadership is okay with us being a little bit more freer in our expression and our, our worship. Um, it was like, that was a door opening. But one thing I don't want you to minimize is your willingness to step out of your comfort zone. That's N- true. Not just having us here, but you did some things early when we got here that I think set up what you're seeing right now. Um, you and Cammy with the, uh, the, the circles and the, oh, tables, the tables and the getting to know people and, hey, I'm going to preach here for 15 minutes and then we're just going to let them talk. And I, I hope they come back next week <laughs> because this isn't. But I think there were some intentional things that God put in right at this time. I, I I always call God the great architect. Mm-hmm. He puts it together. This building that we're in is a beautiful building, but I don't know where the beams are. Mm-hmm. I don't know where all the the studs are. I don't know what's holding this place up other than I see it's not falling. Yeah. But I think there were some intentional things that you were willing to get out of your comfort zone with. Cammy was willing to suggest them. You were willing, <laughs> you were willing to get out of your comfort zone that really created an environment for that that connect those connections to be made. Yeah, that's good. Kim, you think that's just because the Holy Spirit talks to you first? Or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so at any rate, uh, what, what you guys can expect is uh, there, there's going to be a lot of candid conversations uh, with Ed. Um, this is not a series. This is not here's your four weeks and then <laughs> back to normal. Ed's going to be popping in all the time. And we're, I think you can, t- two angles are going to come out of it. One, little progress report on how, how is this 12-month journey working? Uh, what, what does it look like when you, when you push a black and a white church together and, and make them one for a year? 
I, I, I think there's going to be a lot of fun stories. Also, um, I think there's a lot that could be said constructively around the hot topic words regarding race. You know, let's, let's get into Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, white privilege, um, defund the police. Uh, let's, let, let, let's go back into history. Let's, let's talk about systems. Let's talk about perceptions. Let's talk about realities right now. And I, I think what you're going to find uh, between the three of us and the relationship we have here, that there's uh, enough openness, enough honesty, that I think we can talk about it pretty frankly, pretty boldly. We can say what other people are saying, other people are thinking. Maybe sometimes it's what we're thinking and saying. And let's just let's just put the mess on the table and uh, see if we can uh, put, push it around a bit and leave it a little cleaner than, than, than what's being handed to us. And for me, that's what uh, can help shape our everyday discipleship. Because mm. um, this... this it, it, it's a big world with all sorts of different people, and we're used to lines being there. And if if you can't let someone into your circle or you have intrepidation about entering someone else's circle, it's hard for the discipleship of Jesus to grow there. And so I think that talking frankly on stuff like this is going to just going to get that circle a little bit wider and make the discipleship a lot bigger. And uh, that's what you got to look forward to any episode that Ed pops down with us.